Look, just so you know, I'm not a total nerd. I also happen to be super into close-up magic. What a nerd. All right, nerds. Let's nerd! Get those nerds! Nerds! Should we tell him about the Borax conversation? <laughs> Borax? <laughs> Yeah, doesn't it borax sound... Borax or Borat? Borax. borax. And what are we talking about Borax for? <laughs> doesn't it sound like a Masters of the Universe character? Borax! Nah, He-Man, I'm Borax. <laughs> I was about to go like, no, you fucking idiots. And then I was like... Oh, that, then we realized that's about, that that's about it. I'm here to clean you, He-Man. Because Borax, borax is, a is a cleaner. I'm no, but that's stupid. <laughs> Time for your sponge bath, He-Man. <laughs> Why is this so? He was annoying you. You're like giggling like a little schoolgirl. No, this was the part that was okay. And then we started going into like these different tangents. This is what I have to deal with people. And then pirates on the Facebook. Yes, I started playing pirates. Oh, man. Welcome to Nerdables. Here's a good question yes. for you. Joining me is Travis, T Rex Jones, and Ethan. Benjamin. <laughs> no, just Ethan. Just Ethan. We've dropped his last name. There's right. your Don't nickname. Know You're just the Ethan. Still no we'll, nickname. We'll get this nickname. No, here's what? here's a good question. This is a great question to kick it off with. Okay. It kind of bounces off of some stuff we've been talking about. Would you have Ewan McGregor in episode seven? Mm-hmm. Only if, if it's a hologram. Or like a flashback or something. Only if it's a hologram. I could see that happening. You would not have a, an aged Ewan McGregor? No, I, I, I don't think that the ghost of Ewan McGregor needs to be there. So here's my next question. There's supposedly some, like, footage, cutting room floor footage of um, Alec Guinness. So would you throw Alec Guinness in as Holocron, or would you throw Ewan McGregor in as Holocron? I would throw I would throw Ewan McGregor in as a Holocron. I would throw Alec Guinness in as the ghost. Interesting. Interesting. Why? Just wondering. It's because because the ghost of the ghost was the older one. Ewan McGregor wouldn't work as the ghost, but he would work as a holocron from teaching back, you know, when when at the Jedi Academy or at the temple or wherever. Okay. Yeah, I would have to agree with that too. I think. Because I mean, it doesn't make sense to. I mean, would you? But here's the other question. Okay. Would, would you use? Hayden Christensen as the ghost of Darth Vader. No, never. Not one time. <laughs> or I guess the ghost of Anakin. No, yeah. never. Not one time. Not uh, one time. But they did one time. <laughs> I think at this point, they don't really need to have the ghosts because Luke is a Jedi Master, so he doesn't need to have that that communing with the Force. Well, but see, here's the thing. is The idea is the more the, the stronger you are with the Force, the easier it is to commune with. Sure. Those who are moving I get. On, so. I get they'll want to do it. They'll want to be able to bring so, Yoda I mean, I could and everybody. See, I could see Luke sitting there just meditating all the time, just having a conversation with everybody that's gone. <laughs> I, I just mean, pull uh, up some random Jedi that was in episode but, two or something. But honest, uh, honestly speaking, though, like the stronger you get and the more fluent right. you are with the Force, the more you can tap into it. So the more you'd be able to see, the more you'd be able to grasp. And I mean, I know that that, that Lucas and Disney are... Hacking and slashing and clear cutting uh-huh. all EU, but 
I mean, it, it's there have been many Jedi and not even like full on Jedi, just people that have the Force that have talked to people. Yeah. So. Do you want to throw? We, we can throw out all of the all the news and stuff and just talk about and Star just Wars. Just do Star Wars all day <laughs> if you want. <laughs> Random. Well, then I'm going home, guys. <laughs> You're out of here. Thanks why? for coming, Ethan. Ethan, you don't talk anyways. No, I don't talk Star Wars anyway. You don't talk anyways. That's why you. Know. Why don't you talk Star Wars? I don't know. Maybe because I don't care about it that much. He oh! It's like The Last of Us. He hasn't watched them. <laughs> yeah, he's never watched them. He just knows they're good. No, I've, I've watched them a few times. Not like every time that comes on on TV or when you have to buy every single special edition version, you know. Like, well, no, the special like edition Rich. versions are shit anyway, so don't worry about it. You're not missing Yeah, but anything. Rich has like 50 copies of each that's trilogy. Because he's a, that's because he's a whore for it. Like, he's a yeah. slut. For like expanded special edition, I just I, I'm a slut to see anything in the universe. So. Yeah, and I am too. But I like the good stuff, not the shitty stuff. Well, you got to take the good with the bad. <laughs> no, you take the good and kill the bad. You take the good, you take the bad. There you have the facts of life. Wow. The facts of life. Oh lord. We're gonna go back to early in our <laughs> program oh. when we do not condone anything that Rich Rain says. I'm sorry. You just guys made me think of it. My head hurts. Back so, to the show. Back to the show. Um, Ethan, we've yes. been talking your nickname, right? Yes. So uh, I actually had uh, a couple emails regarding this. Are they emails you sent to yourself? No, they're not. Probably. No, the first one The first one came from, <laughs> from somebody that uh, says you should go with dead air. And I guess oh. it comes off of last week when you weren't talking to the microphone. Well, you or see, when you weren't talking, it was like... Real quiet. Well, did you see the interesting thing is last week I wasn't in control of the soundboard. Yeah. It was uh, oh. yours truly. So maybe he was trying to cut me off on purpose. Oh, okay. That's, yeah. a, that's a good question. Mm-hmm. Uh, either, But you know what? Dead air does kind of sound like a G.I. Joe moniker. You know, like it'd be one of the... Paratrooper? Yeah. Who kills everybody from yeah. his parachute? He'd be like a sniper from the... <laughs> sniper like from above. Floating down from 10,000 feet. Yeah. And then the other one uh, came from a doctor. What do you do with Ripcord then? (laughs) Poor (laughs) Wayans. Okay, moving on. Ripcord was a white (laughs) Irish guy. Oh, was he? Because originally, Warren, I saw it in a movie. No, originally, uh, loudmouth black guy. But don't you remember the comment? The uh, the line from Up, Up, Down, Down. The other the other one came from uh, a Doctor Who fan that said we should call you the Silence. Silence is a character that was introduced in uh, the Matt Smith era. Mm-hmm. That when you turned or you, when you turned around, you'd forget that they were there. Oh, so unforgettable! <laughs> yeah, that's great. All right, you just need to say some more mm-hmm. memorable things. Yeah, just talk more. You know, cut people off. Rich does that- it every show. Fat. <laughs> <Don't> always. Well, <laughs> di- no. Nope. Matter of fact, last episode. <laughs> now there's gonna make you have a problem with your mic. <laughs> Last episode, that was the quietest I've ever heard you on this show. Hmm. Maybe because he was asleep. I think he was. I think if he fell asleep. Only sl- I could have. <laughs> I think he fell asleep in his booth. <laughs> um, I heard a couple snores here and there. What? I heard a couple snores. What? Yeah. Really? <laughs> um, speaking of Star Wars, uh, I just saw that the Grammy Awards, one of the DJs or something that's going to perform is supposed to be using... Uh, Daft Punk. Yeah. Daft Punk is going to be using Star Wars masks. Uh, something to that effect. Star Wars tweeted, like the official Star Wars uh, Twitter account tweeted uh, last night in a very cryptic um, kind of Star Wars stylized way that Daft Punk was going to be 
searching for droids like yeah well so there's we'll a vi- what... there's a video that they put up online of Daft Punk going into the cantina okay so that's actually a completely separate thing that came I think it's a, a couple Adidas of years commercial. ago it was an old Adidas right. commercial uh, Snoop Dogg was in it there were a bunch uh-huh. of actual um, like musicians that were involved in right. that one and they were involved in it but not as involved but yeah um I think it was yesterday that they they posted on their official Twitter uh, like a really kitschy line that was kind of you know uh, one of the special ones. I'll, I'll mm-hmm. look it up. Give me give me a second. I'll find it. All right. Well, while you're doing that, um, last week we were, or last episode we were talking about um, Fox's new show Gotham, and we kind of mentioned that um, it sounds terrible now. It sounds terrible, but well. It Originally, sounds, it, it sounded awesome. Now I'm like, what the hell? It's not that it sounds terrible. It just sounds like it's 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 the same show that Kevin Smith was creating, you know, over his uh, Fat Man or Fat Man. On, okay, uh, right back, really quick. So, uh, so Daft Punk's new like number one single. That's the big thing. Is uh, we're up all night to party and all that whole thing. Okay, and it's the whole one that has Pharrell Williams on it. Sure. Mm-hmm. They ju- Star Wars officially tweeted uh, on January 24th. Today's the 25th. Uh, we're up all night to get Rebels. Ah. Pound Daft Punk to don some new helmets at the Grammys. Okay. So there you go. So there you go. So yeah, so Daft Punk will be somehow, some way, doing something Star Wars oriented. So by the time this airs, which I don't know if this is going to be up before the Grammys or not, so <laughs> Daft Punk will have already aired with their Star Wars motif. Well, people here's, here's people can DVR question. it. Uh, when the hell is the Grammys? Tonight. Tonight. Oh, it is tonight? Yeah. Okay, so uh, really quick, when you hear this, uh, go back in time. <laughs> and yesterday. Well, no, that's what I'm before. saying. They can DVR the Grammys, listen to our shows, and then... Or they've already in. watched the Grammys. And well, they can this, watch it again. Then. They'll hear it in reverse. They can watch it again. Uh, so anyways, back to the Kevin Smith thing. Uh, on his Fat Man on Batman, he, he was... Kind of coming up with an idea that they called Shadow of the Bat or something. It would be take place with Batman in high school. Wasn't that a name of a comic series, Shadow of the Bat? Was it? I, I think don't so. know. Sounds it I sounds familiar. That. I mean, that's crazy if it was and cool as hell. But. So, and we we talked about how he hadn't, you know, Kevin Smith hadn't addressed whether or not it was a rip off. You know, Gotham was yeah. being ripped off. And I mean, to to be fair, we also had mentioned that there was some sort of like direction that somebody was taking with a an actual high school cartoon. Right. An actual cartoon that had like the rogues gallery and Bruce and that. Uh-huh. So this week on, uh, I think it's episode 53 of Fat Man on Batman, he... Uh, there is a Shadow okay, of the Okay, apparently Bat. there is a Shadow of the Bat car- a comic book that Ethan just Ethan just down. schooled the hell out of R.A. Reign. Yes, he did. Um, actually, I didn't say no. You're the one who said no. I just kind of just... <laughs> Didn't say I said anything. I didn't know. Um, so, anyways, oh, well. Oh, well. on this week's on this week's episode of Batman on Batman, he addressed the whole. Um, is it you know was it a rip off? Was it a rip off of what he had started talking about? So I decided that I, I pulled the clip from it. So I, if you guys want to listen to it, we can hit it. All right, it's pretty cool though because I mean, it, I was surprised he, he's as calm as he is about it. So here it is. Zini, uh, the fifth beetle of the show, if you will, um, was uh, ta- Paul and I were discussing. We were talking about the brilliant video game Arkham Origins the commercial that they did and showed Bruce Wayne. 
that was uh, there that's kind of death, so and that's then brutal. in prep school and as, or as a kid then in prep school and then with the league of shadows training and then as batman you know just stepped through his life beautiful music it was like the best fucking batman thing ever created it was only like 30 seconds long so uh you know we were beside ourselves talking about it, and then talking about it, we were talking about him Bruce Wayne in the prep school years. There's something nobody's ever done. The Jesus years, you know, the fucking lost in the wilderness from 12 to 30. Like nobody's really ever delved into Bruce's childhood. You know what I'm saying? We see, of course, him as a child, his parents get killed. And then later on, we learn he went and studied and stuff. But like, seems like it's a rich area, man. I said, and me and Paul just sat there, fed each other's imagination came up with the show that we called the you know, Bloodhaven Academy, Shadow of the Bat. <laughs> Some people Academy. said Bloodhaven Academy call cool. it Gotham U or something like that, even though it was kid school. But the idea was, you know, you watch this show and, and in the world you build the world of Gotham. So, you know, there Bruce is going to school with people who wind up, of course, being part of the Batman universe, Oswald Cobblepot, uh Raza Ghoul, League of Shadows, um, Talia, Sounds Selena, very familiar, Kai, it? all these names, uh, rich names, uh, Tapestry, Batman Universe, woven into this show that essentially was kind of like um, Smallville, isn't right? Like he wouldn't put on the back cape till the end of the series. Yeah. So Sounds Fox just like has had a show Fox in said. development for t- some time called Gotham. And uh, when they announced it, essentially they were like, hey, man, this is a show takes place in gotham long before the batman so it's jim gordon first gets to town so you know you see the origin of super crime or whatever Which is Maybe, batman, i don't even know if this is that but it's all centered on jim gordon's jim gordon's gordon show mm-hmm. batman wouldn't be in it that's what we were told that's what they stuck to for a long time now they just announced fox's gotham show and development has been suddenly updated to include wait for it while well, me and paul call the lawyers Bruce Wayne, age 12 years old, with the series ending when? Wait for it. We're going to call the other law, law house. Ends when he puts on the cape. So I only know this because tons of you tweeted, tons of you, and are still tweeting to this day, to say, hey, man, that sounds an awful lot like the show you and Paul Dini came up with on episodes 51 and 52 of Fat Man on Batman. So no word whether or not uh, we'll be reached out to. Uh, and said, "Hey, you guys want to jump in? Because I guarantee, I, I, I can't guarantee anything. I don't know anything, but Jesus, it's awfully weird that we did those episodes and they marinated for a month, and the internet, I mean, lit up. There's a lot of tweets, um, a lot of, and people, some people wrote articles about, oh, the Paul Dini and, and Kevin Smith uh, version of Shadow of the Bat sounds cool, blah, blah blah. So you know, look, people listen to Shadow of the Bat. I mean, uh, people listen." People listen to Fat Man on Batman. Perhaps they heard about Shadow of the Bat. They're like, look, this is a really cool fucking idea. Yeah, let's do that instead of the bullshit we were doing. And so, do they owe us anything? They're my character. None of those characters are mine and shit. So be nice if they were like, hey, man, fucking come on in and do what you do. Uh, help us out. But uh, it, don't look for it, kids. Don't count it. So those of you going like, are you and Paul still pitching your version of the show? Uh, no. <laughs> There's no point. We can't pitch what we don't own. And it looks like they've already taken the best part. So we're all part of our idea. And ran with it. Hopefully, they take the rest of them and stuff like that. But yeah, be nice. Be nice to be asked in. But fucking, that ain't the way, man. Nobody wants Fat Kev Smith involved in shit. He's mouthy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> fucking, he curses a lot. There's Batman's family entertainment. It's for children. Guy horrifying mask, punching people in the face for crimes like mugging, murder, and rape and stuff like that. It's kids' stuff, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> in any event, that's uh, Fox's Gotham is in your future, ladies and gentlemen. And it uh, looks like they're going to have a young Bruce Wayne on it. So. 
I look, I look more. I'll be honest with you. I look more forward to that than I did to the idea of just Gotham. Sounds, uh, sounds like a show that I would like or <clears throat> right. Anyway, all right, man. Okay, so we'll so yeah, go ahead. Uh, so, we well, here's, here's my question because Paul Dini was involved with uh, uh, DC for how long? Right. I mean, he was he was the head of DC Comics for a while, right? Yeah, he was mm-hmm. there for a while. Yeah. So. Does he? He's done with them. He's yes. not employed by DC at all anymore. As far I mean, as I, I know, know, he worked on the Arkham games, and he was the writer and like consultant on the Arkham games. As far as I know, he's not. He's not with DC. Okay, so no more Paul Dini with DC. Kevin Smith has worked for DC a number of times. Yes. One of the most well knowns being Cacophony. For Kev- and, and Fat Man on Batman has a big following. I mean, it gets listened to. You know by. By powers to be. Now, number one, I'm sure this is not the first time ever in history that somebody has thought of an idea of Bruce Wayne as a young kid and what the hell was his life like growing right. up. But it is an extremely a coincidental that they would spout out and do this whole like you know mm-hmm. hour long hypothesis about what it would be like and then all of a sudden Fox is like oh by the way we're going to do that well yeah that's what's really weird and you know and you heard Kevin say that is that you know for almost two episodes they talked about this you yeah. know, they pitched it back and forth they, they developed this whole thing they came up with this idea and even before Christmas you know they, they did this before Christmas their their last episode I think was 52 before and it was back in November or something it wasn't until the second week of January that Fox made any changes or made any announcement to the change in the format for Gotham. Well, here's a question. So it did. It had a month and a half to marinate. Here's the thing that we don't know, though. We don't know how much of this Fox already had in the plans. We don't know how much is going on behind the scenes at the Fox production house. Right. For all we know, this was always going to be the case. They were always going to have Bruce Wayne as a young kid in the show. They were always going to feature him and his growing up and becoming sure. a Batman. It might have been something that they were going to try to hide. They were going to keep until a Comic-Con of some kind. It might have been something they were going to try to keep hidden until like the premiere of the show and go, mm-hmm. hey, by the way, boom, surprise. So without knowing any of that stuff, we're going to have to see what really happens. Right. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I Well, it doesn't doubt. sound like Smith is really going to... He's not going to do anything yeah. about it. Well, he, he even, just he like even he, mentioned that you know you can't go after something that you don't own. So it's not like it's an idea right. that he owns. Right. Well, I mean, you know, I mean, he he does kind of own. I mean, the creative idea, but yeah, because he did put it out there. Over but the then air. also, like the way that Chris was talking about uh, last week was, you know, it could be the very well. It does happen where two p- different people come up with the very same, same idea. idea. Right. Yep. So, well, I mean, I mean, how many how many musicians over the course of history have come up with a song yeah. and they're like, oh, my fucking song, and then all of a sudden they're like, that's identical to the song in 1929. And they're like, Hell, the whole thing with Robin Thicke and Marvin Gaye. Yeah. Mean, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it is possible for dual, you know, uh, it happens. glimmers it, of I mean, inspiration. The question is, is uh, number one, will we ever hear anything of this? I doubt it. Fox will never. I mean, I don't think Fox would ever... Make a comment on it, you know. I don't think well, of it, course it not. all depends on whether anybody will bring a lawyer in just to check it out, not to but throw see, in a huge lawsuit, but just to say like, "Hey, we're just wondering." And that's why I kind do of you brought have it up. Dates on this? Do you like? I mm-hmm. mean, if Fox has dates, they go back to last January. If they have like, like yeah, we were writing. Like that. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like we yeah we had we had brainstorming 
sessions back in January of 2013 and yeah we totally were going to do Batman we just didn't figure right. it out and we if, were if there's no working. if there's no documentation then there's nothing to talk about it but if it's all of a sudden out of nowhere and at, like completely mm-hmm. out of nowhere they have some ground to stand on but then you get into the whole world of where does it exist in the United States law is it DC Comics New York DC Comics Los Angeles that would fall under different jurisdiction between New York and Los Angeles and the different state laws. New York, well, considering they're California. moving everything to California, but but yeah, you're but right. You there, there's saying. so many there's variables. A lot of variables. So it, it all boils down to: Did they have something that they were working on early on, and does Kevin Smith and Paul Dini care, em- care enough to actually pursue something? With and it? if it's that's like actually where, worth it to actually produ- pursue it. I and mean. see, and that's where it sounded like with Smith, he just kind of. Threw it out there so the fans knew that he was aware of it, mm-hmm. but it's not like uh, you know. And, and to calm his fans, saying, "Hey, look, we know it's there, but we're not really going to push anything." You know, if they come to us and say, "Hey, we want you to be a part of it because you know you did help give us the idea," then it's like cool. But they're not going to hire lawyers and you know hunt them down. I mean, it's a you know because Smith, you know, think about it, Smith also wants to make sure he stays in good graces with. These people, you know, in Hollywood, Why? you don't want to burn bridges. No, you don't want to. You burn... don't. He doesn't want to burn bridges with DC. You don't. You don't want to burn bridges, but at the same time, uh, you don't want to be walked all over. As, yeah, you're gonna look. You're gonna be looked on just as poorly if you walk all over somebody or screw them over. People well, will be I, like, and, "Screw you! I don't want to work with you." You know, I think everybody knows Kevin Smith well enough to know that if he really wants to pursue something, he is not going to keep his mouth quiet. Yeah, he, he has a problem I with mean, keeping his mouth closed. So. Kevin Smith <laughs> loves to talk and loves to boast. Isn't it the whole thing with uh, like hey, the air, <laughs> airplane seat or something like that when, when they uh, tried charging him twice for an airplane seat or told there him to get a off whole, a plane? There was a whole kerfuffle. Yeah. And I forget who the airline was that was uh-huh. involved. But basically, there was a question as to whether... Mr. Smith was too large for the seat right. that he had purchased, and there was some new law or restriction that had been put out there that he was going to have to purchase two seats instead mm-hmm. of just one because he was too large for one. And he went a little ballistic on the Twitter and kind of <laughs> called them to task on it. Mm-hmm. And the airline very quickly um, curled up into a ball and said they were sorry. Yeah. <laughs> well, I remember. okay, but more to the point. You said you wouldn't like a Batman High show. Yeah, I don't want Smallville. Right. One of the things that pissed me off so badly about Smallville is they they didn't even try to do anything Superboy. They didn't give him a damn cape. He couldn't fly. He couldn't run. He couldn't do any damn thing that Superman does. Right. And I'm sorry, if you're going to be building the story of Superman, especially when there's so many Superboy stories out there and there's so Mm -hmm. many stories of... Clark Kent growing up as a kid and doing, you know, amazing feats, but trying to hide it. Right. That, I mean, that should have been the show. The show should have been well, they would have how little badass tidbits. he was and how many cool sh- things he could do right. and how to, like, keep that covert. That would have well, been awesome. But we're talking about... And they did that You're talking about two different bit. types of characters, though. Well, with Batman, the other, with, Batman, the with other Bruce problem. Wayne... This is the problem You're going to get Wayne. an emo kid. No, no, no. I, forget well, emo you know, kid. Forget I mean, emo. He, Come he, on. He, well, his parents both died. Oh, I can't bonk the mic hard enough. So you're gonna get you're gonna get uh, Toby Maguire and Spider Man three walking around, okay, <laughs> dancing, <I'm> dancing. <laughs> Shut up. I'm out. Travis just drops his headphones. <laughs> um.
Okay, I'm glad you two are having fun. Really? So, <laughs> so Gotham. <laughs> it's uh, it's going to be one of those shows that's going to have to be a wait and see. You know, we'll tune in. <laughs> we're just going to we're close it. We're closing. Yeah, it I'm going to close it off. <laughs> Screw ladies, the, ladies and gentlemen, screw the we experienced some technical difficulties. <laughs> we appreciate your patience as we <laughs> as sort we out our electronic dysfunction and continue on from Batman. So yeah, we'll have to wait and see. It'll be nobody one. ever tapped the child time from when his parents, like the death of his parents, right. up until the actual Batman. Nobody ever bumped into that level. The closest one would probably be with. Uh, Batman Begins. Batman Begins is the first time they really... It's the first time I ever remember seeing... Strongly delve into it. It's talked about in the comic books, uh-huh. and it's also talked about in the long-running animated series. <laughs> right. They discuss it many times. They go back to Bruce Wayne goes, oh, that's my old you know, karate coach. Right. That's my old so-and-so coach. That's my old mentor, blah, blah, blah. So, I mean, they... But they you don't really see it, it like they were talking no, about this. No, there's no... Yes, actually, you do. There is a great episode of Batman the Animated Series. But see, this is the expanded universe. This isn't like straight from the core. This isn't Kane. This isn't that stuff. Right. This is expanded stuff. That, and they expand on all the characters, and that's all fine. But there's a great episode in the Animated Series where his he's dealing with a new set of ninjas or something like that. and The pink ninjas. They No, that's wrong. They, the purple ninjas. Uh, have a... St- a, a striking resemblance to martial arts that he dealt with when he was a kid. Okay. And they do flashbacks of Bruce Wayne as a young teenager. Cobra Kai Dojo. Like... <laughs> I tried. I tried so it's hard. It's the Cobra Kai jo- Dojo. <laughs> There's been so many times where I've said the same things you have, Travis. I tried so hard. Tried we really so do hard. try so hard. Well, here's the thing. But there's, DC there's can easily say this is Earth where... 562 or something. That's a whole nother issue that we're not even getting into. But to finish that thought, they go back to one of his martial arts instructors. Right. Who's an older Asian woman who he goes back to to try to figure out what's going on with this new ninja situation. There's some kind of martial arts being used that he recognizes. And there's a couple flashbacks to his childhood where he's learning martial arts from this woman. Gotcha. Um, so, I mean, there are instances in the canon of Batman that DC owns that where he's a kid learning different things. Right. Um, but where's the separation between... But we're talking, we're talking, we're talking a, a, a series that they're wanting to at least maybe go 10 years or so that's going to do nothing but tell the story of Bruce Wayne. Oh, is from, that what it is? From 12... So, so Jim Gordon doesn't exist anymore. I'm sure... And the rogues don't exist I'm anymore. I'm sure that... Well, I'm sure you're going to have that, but... It's going the, from what it sounds like. The Basically, we don't know, right? We it's don't. We amazing. honestly, we don't know. Because Bruce Wayne, Teen Detective, is that it? <laughs> oh my God, no! Is it going to be like the Hardy Boys it's, without it's the, the other Wayne Hardy Boys? boys. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to join Scooby Doo Gang. <laughs> Gee Willikers, guys! But here's the question: Do we really want to <laughs> see? <laughs> do we really want to see Bruce Wayne go through puberty? No. Like I said before, and I don't know if it's on the recording or not, there's something to be said about, you know, the that dramatic emotional story of a broken child in the shattered life of a child and trying to pick up the pieces and reemerging. And whether that's what they're doing or not, I don't know. 
but <laughs> Alfred, you don't understand me. You're not my dad. <laughs> but also, here's another. Again, you can send complaints about R.A. Rain to Nerdables at Nerdables.com. Podcast at Nerdables.com. <laughs> you know, it's so dumb that I even forgot what I was going to say right now. <laughs> well, think about it. That's what you're going to have. Bruce Wayne trying to get his driver's license. Bruce Wayne trying to ask his girl, the first girl out ever to the dance. Or... I think the way they really pull this off, and if they do it right, oh, we get to smart. see the Batuzi in high school. Sorry, Tell me now. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead, finish your thought. The way this would actually work with the introduction of Bruce Wayne is if he's a side character. Yes, and he's not involved a lot. Yes. The story does remain Jim Gordon's story. The story does remain Gotham PD and Gotham Central. The story does remain the first instances of the rogues gallery kind of hitting Gotham and, and hitting it hard. Yes. And then you have this side character that comes in every once in a while, and you're like, oh, yeah, there's that Bruce Wayne. How is he doing? Oh, he's doing such and such. That would actually be worthwhile. Well, even in Zero Year, they show... Um, that Bruce and and Lieutenant Gordon had some interaction. He, you know, Lieutenant Gordon actually um, arrests Bruce. You know, uh, he's a true. He gets him for truancy. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of Year Zero. Well, but Year I mean, One, still, I'm a big fan of. But that's this is actually Zero Year. So okay, so shit year. <laughs> yep. So, but I mean, you if you did that in a show where you had, you know, you know. Somehow you had, even if you had Bruce being, you know, a misguided child, where he's out tagging some wall or something, and you are you are really <laughs> wanting Bruce Wayne to be just an asshole. No, you I'm just really, saying, but he's gotta got to be a the, fucked up kid. But I think I go. think we are all missing the point. This is Fox, and the show would probably be canceled after the first year. There you go. <laughs> if the show's any good, it'll be canceled anyways. Speaking of shows that have been canceled, what a segue, Ethan. Wow, that was great. Uh, a few weeks ago, we talked about our favorite top five shows, and I couldn't think of number one. Uh-huh. You couldn't think of number one, and I'm surprised it was neither. This show was neither on neither of our list. Wow, I couldn't get that out. Firefly, without well, a doubt, has to be stupid. my number one show. If anything, just because of how many times I've watched the damn thing, mm-hmm. and as Ethan's going to point out in just a second, how many different versions I own of the show. What, you mean like the Betamax version, Laserdisc, uh, VHS, DVD, Blu-ray, HD DVD? Amazon uh, Instant, Amazon Netflix, Digital, Netflix, Xbox uh, 360, download. I think you have a copy on your iPad somewhere. Yeah, He probably has three. Yeah. Yeah, and I've uh, watched it every time it's on the Science Channel or whenever it's on TV. Yes, I mean I'm not as insane as you, but I do <laughs> own the show and the film both on DVD and Blu-ray. So, yeah, Guilty but you don't have it on HD DVD, do you? I own the movie or laser Actually, I do own the movie on HD DVD. <laughs> God, Travis, I do. Jeez, don't you know what a brown coat is? It's a Good coat Lord that's me. brown. No. no. <laughs> All brown coats breeze yes, right I'm... into the show, and Kurt. We apologize. You I can, know you who can the crucify brown coats Ethan. are. It was a joke. You, okay, so tell me, who are the brown coats? The group that <laughs> <laughs> wears brown coats. <laughs> group that wears brown. No, I mean they're avid fans of the show. Firefly. No, that's incorrect. But that's well, I mean, that is true. Nice. But that's it's nice. Not. But it's wrong. It's kind of true. That's I mean, very they are sweet, avid fans of the show. But yeah. Meh. 
<sighs> so why did we bring up Firefly? So we brought up Firefly because this week mm-hmm. is a reason for you to go back into comic book stores. Why the hell would I do that? Oh, no, wait. I do do that. <laughs> no, I'm back into comic book stores. There's, there's, I have a couple reasons to go into comic book stores right now. To pick up comic books? Or is there That's a, correct. There's a girl in there. No, there's women. <laughs> many, many women. There's another women you, in I the comic know, book uh, store. Yeah. A few years ago, hot women started going to comic book stores, so you decide, hey, I'm time, it's time to go back. I don't know what comic book stores you're going to, but if you go to the ones in L.A. and you pick the right times, there are some nice-looking girls. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> Which is even weirder is now you'll see some hot girls working in comic book stores, too. Which now? Is, yes. That's just because the economy. I've worked in enough comic book stores that that (laughs) I've seen more than a few hot girls working there as well. Anyways, so beyond the wait, 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 we did that backwards. (laughs) Travis said, "Anyways," and then you said, "So (laughs) does that mean somebody's got to spit out a drink this time?" (laughs) Oh God, no! Please God, no! (laughs) They have to regurgitate drink it again. Stop! Stop it! Stop it! No. So, anyways, thank you. (laughs) Yes, I will be going back in, but you know what? I yeah. Well, it's serenity. Serenity. Serenity, Leaf on the wind. Number one comes out this week, the 29th of January, right? Which is the sequel to the film or the Serenity. continuing story. It's a continuing, yes. They're calling it the sequel, but it's the continuing story of you know Serenity. Uh, I'm very interested to read it, and I God, I hope it's really good. But I don't know if I want to live in the post Serenity world. You mean post Wash world? Yeah, oh, that too. <laughs> That's I mean, well, I mean, uh, I mean, there was. There are a huge amount of changes. You, well, Joss never got to do what he wanted to do with it. Correct. Joss never had the ability to fulfill what he wanted to do with all the characters, all their storylines, the storyline for the overall arc of the show. You know, each character has their own interpersonal yes. storylines. I mean, there's so much that he never got to do with it. Mm-hmm. And then he basically had to hit the fast forward button. And still, and still introduce these characters again. He had not only did he have to fast forward it, but yeah. he had to retell the origins of these stories. These well, characters. He, he got much. the shaft. He got the shaft. But he, yeah, he he basically had to hit the fast forward button as hard mm-hmm. as he could, and really jumped forward in the story. So now, from that point moving forward, the whole question is. How much of that story, this new story, this ongoing post Serenity film story, right? Like, how much was that hashed out? How much of it did he actually have ready to go? And then, what is it? Like, what what is that story? What's the next step for them? Well, I guess you're going to have to read it because I, I mean, they really did. Now, does he open. have any, uh, I guess, association with the comic book, Joss? Um. Not yes. so much with. Rich. I mean, he he still oversees it. It's kind of like George Lucas with it. You know, he's not mm. writing this comic book. He's executive producer. I think, I think his um, consultant. I think <laughs> I think one of his brothers is writing it. Oh, um, is Jed doing it? I don't think it's Jed. I think it might be Jed. I think it is Jed. Um. So yeah, I mean, there is a Whedon esque involvement. But it's not like, you know, I'm sure that he, they're taking kind of like what they're doing with episodes seven, eight, nine. You know, they're taking what George had wanted and putting it into a story for him. What George had wanted? With Star yeah, Wars. With Star Wars, yeah. Ah. And they're, Dark Horse is doing the same thing with, with uh, Serenity, Leaf on the Wind. <clears throat> but they're also talking, you know, they're, it's unconfirmed right now, but 
they are talking that they want to do, and this might be just a test of that, to do a ongoing Serenity comic book to fill the gap that Star Wars is going to leave once, you know, that fr- once the license is up in 2015. So, I guess they want to see where you know. So when Dark or when Star Wars moves back to uh, Marvel. Marvel next year, in 2015, yeah. So this you know this is a good test for them, but it made me start wondering, what other Serenity books would you want to hear or see? You know, it, it, let's say that they wanted to do, you know, two or three books of the Serenity cast. Oh, it's Zach Whedon, yeah. Zach got the nod for right now. Yeah, well, it's because Jed is doing uh, Agents of Shield. Right. So yeah, he's busy with that. So so Zed is doing Zed. <laughs> Zed. <laughs> I'm, I'm combining the Zed, two. Zed, and he's <laughs> just saying Z in British. <laughs> I'm combining the two. Um, but Travis, I mean, as a as a Firefly fan, as a Serenity fan. What other stories would you like to be told? Oh, I'd go back to the end of season one. But other than uh, take out just the cast, or take out just the crew of Serenity. What do you mean take out just the okay. crew? Let Serenity have their own book. But if you can do other books in the verse, what other books would you want to see? Fuck that. You wouldn't want to see s- other crews no. or, or like Badger you, Story or, no. or uh, Blue no. Sun or anything no. like that? That's all fun and good and, you know, dandy, fun, good stuff, and that's great, and that would be fun side stories to read. But um, Well, you keep it ongoing of Serenity. Right, but I'm just saying that Joss got me so interested and so involved, (coughs) and he labeled the... um, Labeled. He developed the characters so Uh well in the first season. I, for me... I don't even want to touch on Blue Sun or Badger, any of those guys. I want to take care of, I want to hear all of Inara's story. I want to hear all of Kaylee's story. I want to hear all of Mal's story, mm-hmm. all of Zoe's. I, I want all of their stories completely told through right. to the end of the movie, from the end of season one to so the you're end saying, of the movie. So what you're saying is you go back and you do season two. Season two, season three, all the season way four, up season to, five, season All the six, way up to movie. where Serenity would fit. There you go. Give me that. That's what I want. I, I can see that. The I'm only problem is, that you know, that Inara was actually, when she was in the season one, you know how she was supposed to be leaving Serenity. Right. Do you know why? Why she was leaving? Mm-hmm. Uh, why don't you tell our customers? Our customers? Yes. <laughs> Hi, well, you step right up to the counter and we'll ring you right up. I know. Um, Inara was dying. Uh huh. So I know I've heard this story. Yes. Because I've heard the interview with Joss, but go they, ahead. they never said if it was cancer or something like that, but she was dying and then they never went into a lot of the detail with it. Right. But she was dying and she didn't want to die on the ship, so to speak. She wanted you know She wanted that away from right. the crew. She didn't want Mal to have to go through that. Uh, or any of them. Or any of matter. them for that much, yeah. Because they all became family. Right. Um so that would have to fit in after Serenity though. So you could have... Well, and then you heard about the other story with her, right? Which one? That he was going to do. The whole... You tell that re- one. The Reavers. Oh, yes. All Go ahead. Tell that one. Her. Yeah. That one's dark. <laughs> yeah. There was a very, very dark storyline that they were going to tell or they were considering telling. I think it was it Down was being line? just thrown, thrown out there that maybe it could be. But there was another story where basically she was dying, but she was poisoned or something like right. that. Right. And basically, Anara became poison, like living poison. Right. And anybody that made love to her uh-huh. got the poison. Right. She and was a carrier. 
But yeah, she was a carrier of a of a disease or a poison for that matter. And basically, uh, she was caught and captured by a bunch of reavers. Uh huh. And reavers when, do what reavers do. And when Mal and the crew show up, she's sitting there, worse for wear, but sitting there in a room with just dead bodies everywhere. Yeah. And then they were gonna. That was that was one of the ways Joss was going to reveal her big problem. Right. Because each character had a big problem. That was one of the beauties of those characters. That's what I want to see. It's like And see that's character... where that's where I feel Agents of Shield is missing. That's a, this is where I feel like Agents of Shield character is missing missing Joss. And why I can tell Joss is not very involved in that show because of excuse me, of the crew of Firefly. He has a little thing called Age of Ultron. He's a little sure. overconsumed with. Well, that and he's a consultant on almost every Marvel mm-hmm. film now because they all want to make sure they're all tied Godfather together. Godfather of Marvel, yeah. Yeah. So, I, I, yeah, and he, you know, he's doing other films, too. He's got another one that's coming out. Um, you know, so he, he's doing other projects he can't focus on. He's got a million things going on. Right. He's a very, very busy man. So, yeah, I, I, but I, w- I would love, I'd love to see more of the verse. I'd love to see, you know, different aspects and different things going on at the same time as, you know, what's going on on the crew of Serenity. I would love to have an ongoing, you know, Serenity comic book that would tie into some of these others. Yeah, I mean, I, I would have no problem with that, and uh, I hate to bring it back to the common thread, but back to Star Wars, I mean, there's a lot of story of Luke and Leia and Han. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of story about those characters that we haven't heard. Right. We got a lot, but there's a lot more. Right. I would love to hear more about them, and hopefully 7, 8, and 9 will give us more of them and their story. And, you know, and that, the but, ongoing that was going that we were having right now with Dark Horse was giving us more Luke Han. And, and that's EU, and that right. apparently isn't going to be canon anymore. Right. But beyond that, I fell into titles like Star Wars Rebellion. I fell uh-huh. into title, titles like you know Dark Empire that were side stories that I don't think any of us would have considered. So, you know, we're already talking about like, oh, Blue Sun or Battle of Serenity or something like right. that. Like, like that would, the Battle of Serenity, I think, would be a great book to do. Like a prequel. Yeah. Um, but that would be stuff that we already know about mm-hmm. that they could tell us about. Whereas, like, the Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic book that they were doing, right? those characters aren't even a gleaming glint in Lucas's eye and right. don't exist anywhere. Right. But somebody came along with a really cool idea and they built it and Garrick came along and that was a really good title. Yes. And so I think it would be if if we're kind of starting to generate this idea towards Dark Horse needs something to fill the Star Wars gap uh-huh. and could Serenity be that title to fill the gap? The fandom is there. The number of fans, I don't know. I don't know if there's enough fans, but I know that the diehard fans are diehard enough that they would be supporting it. Right. I don't know mm-hmm. how many there are comparatively to like a Star Wars. Oh, there, there, it's, there's nowhere, nowhere near. near. So, but the thing is that they, as far as if, if they wanted to keep something that was similar to Star Wars, you know, a, a still a space western, so to speak, then Serenity fills that gap Real good. Real good. Real good. Real good. Real good. So, yeah, I mean, I would love to, I'd love to have more Serenity. I mean, obviously, you know, and... Well, we all know you would love to have more Serenity. But see, I think that you would also, I, I think you'd pick up some other fans. You know, especially if you're a Dark Horse, you like Dark Horse, and you want to 
you know, experience another space fantasy. This would give you that. But we'll, uh, like I said, we'll have to wait and see. We'll have to mm-hmm. wait and see what Leaf on the Wind does. Hopefully it will do like the other, you know, Serenity books and really tap into that character development that was done in the show. Mm-hmm. Because when you read the, when, uh, the other comic books that were done, you know, Shepherd's Tale, um, the, the Forgotten, or um, those that are left behind, you know, um, you really still get the feel of those characters. You hear those voices of those characters. That's when a writer does it very well. Right. I think mm-hmm. we we brought up at one point the whole, like, uh, uh, digital comics versus, uh-huh. like, paper comics, and I brought up some of the new DC stuff, like the Batman Beyond right. and the Justice League. And, like, when you read those books, it reads like you are watching an episode of Batman Beyond. Right. It, it is done extremely well, the way they, like, put that together. So... If you have somebody as connected as the Whedon brothers who know their titles, mm-hmm. they were all of them involved in the other Serenity books, so I would venture to guess that it's probably going to be a good thing. I, I would say so. Yeah. And, you know, it, it's going to be another one's wait and sees, but, you know, uh, we'll end up seeing what we'll happens. Check it out and see. Yeah. Maybe we'll get Ethan reading it, and he'll become a brown coach. Sure. Um, Do you hear about Microsoft? Uh, Mishima. Which time? Because Microsoft well, is in the headlines a lot recently. Yes, but apparently uh, there's been a lot of allegations going around that uh, Machinima, which is the uh, YouTube-based network that's a lot of pop culture. They do a lot of their own original programming, things like that. Yeah. Was paying, They're awesome. <laughs> was paying uh, YouTube subscribers to post positive comments and reviews about the Xbox One. Really? Yeah. No, actually, I, I did. Uh, I caught wind a little bit of this. I haven't heard much more of it, but yeah, there's there's a little bit of stirrings that there there's enough info that it sounds more real than fake. Well, there's a lot. Of, you know, they were apparently what was what was said was they were, they were allegedly offering a premium of three dollars for every thousand views on a segment, uh, which included thirty seconds of material praising the uh, the console. You know, praising the Xbox One. Um, but here's the thing, Microsoft or uh, no Mishima UK, I guess their community manager posted the promotion via Twitter and then immediately took it down. But apparently there's been a lot of emails and deleted tweets and deleted advertisements that's come up. That's throwing a lot of suspicious suspicion towards Microsoft. I don't know how much of this I believe. I mean, yeah, I, I can believe well, Microsoft. After, after Microsoft's big blunder after E3, I wouldn't like. I wouldn't not believe it. Actually, to be honest with but you. But see, I, I just can't imagine after what all the hell they went through after E3 and that marketing, you know, fiasco, if you want to call it, why they would put themselves out there for another. Well, know, they weren't hoping to get caught. True, but <laughs> you know. But I think yeah, with, I mean, the, with the internet, if somebody's something. saying you know, there's you know, there's going to be trolls out there saying, "Hey, guess what? I just got paid thirty six dollars because I got you know, ten thousand views on or whatever you know on Xbox or about putting in an Xbox review." And I just I just don't understand. I, don't, I couldn't see Microsoft stooping to that, especially since the console's not doing bad. You know, it's selling just as much as the PlayStation Four. It hell if you look at commercial wise. There are, it looks like there's more celebrity sponsorship for the Xbox One than the PlayStation 4. But how much is Microsoft really promoting it for that? Well, 
I do know that Microsoft has a tendency, a big tendency, to go into a lot of celebrities' homes and things like that and say, hey, you know what, we'll give you free TVs and Xboxes and whatnot, you know, just next time you're on Jay Leno or something, mention Microsoft or something, or that you were playing your Xbox or something. Exactly. Yeah. You know, but they're, they're not the only company that does it. Every no, I'm company not saying that it. they are, but I mean, you if you're thinking, oh, well, they're selling that great, it's because of stuff like that. I mean... Well, yeah, I mean, this this really comes down to uh, did they really pay people to say nice things? Is it illegal? No, not in the general sense. I mean, that's endorsements, right. that's mm-hmm. paid promotions, paid endorsements, that's mm-hmm. street teams, that's right. going to somebody. Now, here's the thing. You get into, like, you know, questions about, like, the FTC and the FCC and Federal Trade Commission right. and, and whether it's legal or not for them to be able to say, hey, we're going to pay you money. You tell people that the Xbox One is good. But so, we don't so, care if you've ever played it. We don't care if you touch it. We don't care if you own it. Just go tell people it's good, and we'll pay you to do that. Generally speaking, it's not illegal to pay somebody to tell somebody else that something's good. Right. If you are, and there's different laws it's that a commercial. are involved here. I mean, you know. That's a yeah, and this is much cheaper than a commercial. If they're right. paying like what you said, like three bucks on a thousand views, it's a hell of a lot cheaper than putting together their million dollar commercials like the two guys that are playing all the games together. Right. Mm-hmm. So. Um, uh, it, it comes down to number one: is this some kind of violation by Machinima and their people? Right. Basically, and I mean, I don't think they have a great name, anyways. So I, I don't know how much they're shaming their good name by doing this. But also, is it illegal for Microsoft to be doing that? Because you're basically giving an independent publication of some kind or an independent media uh-huh. source of some kind to say that this thing is good. So uh, the equivalent now would be if, you know, Microsoft or Nike paid NBC to as NBC, like as NBC to have like, or whoever the hell works for them, like Matt Lauer on the Today Show saying, here at NBC and the Today Show, we endorse Nike. They're great. Go buy their stuff. That's, That's where you break it. It's one thing to pay a station to put your commercial on there. Right. And then you're advertising yourself by buying their airtime. It's another thing to pay them off to, as their representative, falsely say, we agree with this thing. So right. Yeah. That's where it would be. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think they're breaking any laws or anything with this. Now, here's where, when it comes down to it, though, you're going to get internet fam, you know, PlayStation fanboys, you're going to get internet, you know, haters, you know, that's the only thing you can call them, that are going to take this and run with it as, oh my god, the Xbox is so terrible that they've got to get people to say good things. Well, hey, it does That's what reek, it sounds like. It does reek a little bit of some, like, hey, we're, we're desperate for attention or mm-hmm. we're desperate for sales. Right. But you know, like I said, their sales aren't doing bad. They are still selling. It's very interesting. I mean... they, You know, it seems like... But here's where people will go, well, I see more Xboxes in the store than I see Playstations. That's because... Also, they've been mass-produced more than Xbox. Xbox did a complete worldwide launch at the same time. Mm -hmm. Okay, so they didn't hold any Xboxes back. They just continued to produce them and produce them. Whereas PlayStation... Released what North America and South America first, and then well, they they released a so they held, they held stuff back, so they had some for the rest of their launch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it you know it skews it, but it but to the average eye, it makes it look like well, PlayStation's outselling Xbox because I can't find them in the stores. Well, in the first month, if we want to be literal about it, 
in the first month of sales, PS4 did outsell oh, the completely. Xbox One. It completely outsold And it. the Wii U outsold the Xbox One. Yes, that was a big deal. The Wii well, U Xbox, actually outsold but the Xbox, the Xbox One, One. Still, it still did its million in twenty four hours. Stop and... fanboying the hell out of it. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna help you relax. But for the first month, the Xbox One did get punched in the nose by both Nintendo and Sony. After that, sales have increased and increased and increased. So now you're at the point now where I believe this last month. Um, this last month, I think Xbox One and Xbox 360 outsold, both outsold the PS4, but not the PS3. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't seen. The I'll have to recheck the numbers, but they're they're basically they're back towards number one and two. Yeah, but for that first month, that first release, they got they got kind of slammed. Yeah. Um. So TBS uh, started airing their King of the Nerds second season. That's great to hear. Let's really? move on. Really? We're, we're, we're going to spend time on this? No, it's horrible. It, it's so, so bad. Bring it up? I only brought it up because it, it's just, there a was so, such a blatant, obvious, you know, uh, uh, tell in this season. I only watched it for like five minutes because I couldn't make it any faster. Or, I, I'm surprised you spent five minutes on it. I've, I wanted to just see what I'm we, still surprised that we're spending 30 seconds on this segment. Anyways, one of the... It just shows that there's plants in there, you know, that they have actors in there that are posing as nerds. Because one of the girls on there supposedly is a cosplayer, and she introduced herself as, I like to costume play. I've never in my life heard anybody that cosplays refer to it as costume playing, which was well, kind of a, they do, just a little tell. They do when they're talking to people who don't know. No, about it. they say, I cosplay, and if somebody says, what's that? They say, I, well, I dress up in costumes. Well, no, that could be the producer also saying... What is that's that? very true. <laughs> you know, so because I mean, but in their reality, second year, reality TV is all scripted, and this yeah. is like—is this a game show or is this a? <laughs> it's a game show. It's a game show. It's basically a Survivor show for nerds. Okay, so it's a reality. Show. So right. it's a reality TV contest show. Right. So mm-hmm. they okay. do. It's they scripted. put in. They put in. It's scripted. It's scripted. They do. Okay, they put the in their. They scripted. put in their actors that are going to be the ones that stir up all the shit and everything. Mm-hmm. No, but all I'm saying is it's scripted. Yeah. So what will happen is they do a take on something. And they go, uh, that didn't really play re- really well. Could you say blah, blah, blah? So, I mean, there's no telling whether she was just a moron or, or whether, like, a script supervisor came up and went, could you say it this way, please? Uh, I don't know what cosplay is, so I'm pretty sure nobody else knows what cosplay is. So can you just say costume play? All I know is it was horrible, and I don't – the first season, I, I watched just a little bit of it to see. And so it anyway. So anyways, <laughs> um, we've been getting a lot of emails recently about um, – we do a lot of – Hostful shows. We don't, you know, we're hostful. We're, yes, we're just all the host. Hostful. hostful. I didn't know hostful was a word. Oh, oh, so host, host filled <coughs> shows, where it's no we host don't. dominant. Yes. Okay. And where we're just doing news and basically regurgitating. What, so what we just did. Basically, yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> so I just wanted to let everybody know that we are going to start having some more um, theme based shows. Yeah. There we go. Interview based shows. But yeah. But you know, this want, was very topical. Uh, is more, well, yeah, I guess. Yeah, we these had, were all topics we discussed. Yeah. <laughs> it's quite topical. But, uh, sh- hey, um, <laughs> so I just want to let everybody know that we are going to be having. You know, I, I want to do a, a Serenity Firefly one. I was going to do it next week, but I think I'm going to wait a week or two so we can let the comic book get out there and then add that to the show and get maybe a couple brown coats on. Um, toy Fair's coming up, so we're going to do our first State of the Toy Union. We should get some. We should get some toy people. Yeah. 
Maybe, maybe even bring hey, in. Hey, Sideshow Collectibles, we want to interview you. Maybe. Give us your best. Sideshow's only down the street from us. I know. And Sideshow's awesome. I have three. And you know what? That was a free shelf. endorsement. They didn't even pay me three bucks to get a thousand hits. I have three sideshows sitting on my shelf and one that should be coming soon. Ah, I've got more than you. I got my Mary Jane, my, my oh, J. God. Scott Campbell, Mary Jane coming. Oh, it's beautiful. Okay, okay. We'll, we'll discuss. So when Toy Fair comes up, we'll do we'll, sideshow. We'll, have we'll all do, that stuff, we'll do yeah. all those guys. Um, we still haven't done like an Xbox One tutorial or, you know. Tutorial? Well, a review. If you don't know how to use it now, you're doing <laughs> it wrong. <laughs> Our open box, you know, review and PlayStation 4. Maybe we'll get Jeff back on and do a PlayStation 4. There's hey, some kid just maybe, sitting with his maybe, Xbox uh, there. You know what I'll do? I'll, I'll, maybe I'll see if I can get Jeff here <laughs> with an Xbox 4. I mean, with a <laughs> PlayStation 4. And I would laugh if Jeff walked in the door with a with an Xbox One. <laughs> I brought the Xbox One for you guys to check out. But, you're but yeah, I know we, we'll do some more. I, I promise we're um, going to get to a lot more interviews and things like that. There's something that hit Reddit the other day that I do have to mention that was hilarious. oh yes, the Mark Hamill. No, no. Well, there is the Mark Hamill thing too, but no, something hit Reddit that was actually hilarious. It was a YouTube video, and uh, we'll try to find it and post it for you guys. But a guy changed his gamer tag on his Xbox One. Oh, you were telling me about this. To say his his gamer tag is um, Xbox One Home. And people, when they're yelling out at you in games, and I guess they're playing Battlefield 4 or whatever, are sitting there going like, oh, my God, I hate you so much, Xbox One, uh, Xbox One Home. Or what, like they were saying. Xbox the, Home or something. Yeah, it was, and I'll find it and whatever it was, but it was basically the way to turn off the game and go back to the main menu of the nice. Xbox. So these people are sitting there playing along, playing along, playing Every along. Every time they get pissed they're off They're like, God, it. I hate you, Xbox Home. And they're like, ah, oh, no, no, stop, 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 stop. Back, 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 back. Because they're like all backing out of their games and forfeiting. Because, yeah, so it was awesome. It was brilliant and fun. And <laughs> some people got it and some people got screwed. Wow. It was pretty awesome. Speaking of. Yeah. We'll so, post that on the website for you guys. So um, anything nerdy going on this week? Uh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. What's got? You know. Stuff. <laughs> no, I'm I'm gonna be uh, checking out uh, Serenity Number One, and I'm also uh, finally going to be getting the new um, uh, oh god, uh, Phoebus Raccoonus, Sly Cooper. Uh-huh. Oh, nice. The new Sly Cooper game. It came out months ago, but I but I have it on order and it's coming in. So cool. Yeah. What about you, Ethan? Any more of the Dollar Ben comics you're gonna hit? The 50, Dollar Ben is good stuff. Or the 50 hey, cent. 50 no, he goes 50 cents. He picked up a uh, J. Scott Campbell, Mary Jane 601 for 50 cents. That thing goes for like on eBay right now. I think it's going like for $20, 30 That's amazing. That's okay. It's going to stay in my collection though. I already got one. Oh, good so, for you. There. I got, I've got it ready to go with my statue when it comes in. Awesome. Uh, I think mine's basically I've got to finish up uh, um, Marvel uh, Legos. Um. I've been playing that, trying to get everything in it, you know. There's so many characters. How many Xbox One games do you own? Three. What? Uh, Dead Rising 3, Rise, and uh, Marvel. And I'm going to pick up, uh, uh, I almost said Black Sails, which is the new show that just premiered for stars. Uh, I'm going to pick up Boo. No, it's actually a good show. It's yeah. a pirate show. No, I just meant Boo uh, as in. Executive producer well, Michael Bay. It's so good. Michael well, Bay's you see, producer, dude. You oh my god, no, it, was, it was a. It's a he says it's really good, and it's a pirate show. But yes. this is the thing: anything to do with pirates is good with you. 
Yes, but you're getting to see blood. You were just playing a Facebook game. Drinking. You know, are playing Pirates of the Caribbean on Facebook. Yes. Yeah. You accept <sighs> anything pirate oriented. I do. Up the ass. And maybe that's another reason why. Oh, <laughs> maybe that's another reason why I like Firefly so much too. Because you know what? They are pirates. Um. No, I gotta do that. And I've, I've got a shit ton of comics to catch up on. So, yeah, that's my nerdy stuff this week. I'm glad we just told everybody what we're going right? to be doing this week. Anyway, that's great. Mm-hmm. So until next week, we always remember that Nerdables is on Stitcher Radio, which is a great way to listen to us on your mobile device. You can also check us out on SoundCloud, Blip.tv, and iTunes. You can also check out Facebook.com backslash Nerdables. I know it's hard to get out. Is and it? Twitter, at Nerdable Show, since I fucked that up last so time. So we're not at show anymore? Shut up. Oh, okay. We're at Nerdable Show. And also check out anything we covered today and on any of the podcasts on Nerdables.com. Also, if you want to make any suggestions or comments or tell us how pitifully bad we are, send go, that to rarain, no. r.a.rain at Nerdable. No. <laughs> <laughs> Send that to podcast at nerdables.com. And I'm still waiting for your guys' uh, bios so we can put them up. Because I don't have a contact page. I realize uh, we've had to. Co- the, the, I don't need anybody to contact me. It's okay. Uh, That's okay. Well, maybe. Uh, well, never mind. well yeah, apparently, not... because all of them say I don't speak and I'm, I'm dead air anyway. So <laughs> maybe. But see, we could do a contest and let them name your. give you a, a nickname. Yeah. And then have a way to get to it. Yeah. I probably wouldn't respond to him because I don't talk anyway. So what's the point? <laughs> you're forgettable. So as soon as we yeah. turn around, we're going to forget you were even here. <laughs> exactly. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> See? Wait, who's there? I hear this voice in my headset. See, Travis has it back to me already. He didn't even know I was here. Who? <laughs> See? So for Travis and Ethan, I'm RA saying there's no place I can be since I've found serenity. No, 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 no. Go with, Go with... I'm a leaf on the wind. Burn the land, boil the sea. I was going to do that, but it's too long to get to the whole thing. No, this was not. Just want to play the whole thing. <laughs> the whole yeah, thing. just play the whole theme. I love that theme. I have, matter of fact, I have the theme on my iTunes to listen to when I listen to take music. Take my love, take my land, take me where I cannot stand. Uh huh. Oh my god!